Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is called Incentivizing Behavior. That's with a question mark, because it's a genuine question from parents about how, what, when to use incentives to encourage right behavior. Are there effective ways to use game strategies and external motivations to help children learn to make great choices, to do what they are asked, to be responsible, and to learn to manage themselves and the rules around them. I'm excited for this conversation. I have three of my favorite parents at the square table today. I have Jamie Eisenberg, David Lorber, and Marnie Schneider. Jamie first posed the question about incentives, and we had dozens of parents on Facebook eager to hear more about this topic. So I also invited Marnie Schneider, who is a mom of two boys and a pediatric clinical neuropsychologist here in Boca Raton. Jamie, I want you to get us started. Tell us your question about incentivizing behavior and where it came from in your interaction with your boys. Ta-da! I think where it came from was um, just something that parents probably struggle, at least I struggle with. I don't want to say parents in general, but I I struggle with of trying to motivate my six, it starts with my six-year-old. Uh, it started when he was four. Of if you do this, you'll get this, and I don't know if that's the right way to go about trying to encourage him or my children in general to get something accomplished. And it's it started with uh, uh, just playing catch. He wasn't enjoying it because he couldn't do it, and we had bought a toy that uh, was like a little Hot Wheels uh, toy that we were going to give him. At various moments, we have like a sticker chart of things, you know, little chores that, that he would do at the time. Um, and so he was staring at this box of Star Wars toys, and he said he wanted the the whole thing. And I said, well, you know what? If you play, <laughs> He's so smart. If you play, the, if, this is Ronan, uh, my older son. I, I, um, so he's, I said to him, if, if we play catch ten times, I'll give you the whole thing. So this was over the course of about three, four weeks. You know, we would go out. He'd get frustrated. I said, you know what? You're almost there. And he was so excited to get the thing after accomplishing it, but I was kind of torn because the accomplishment should have been, okay, now he's playing catch, as opposed to now he's getting the the toy. And so I've fallen into this trap of every time he gets frustrated doing something, well, if you do this, you know, at the end of it, you can get this. The latest thing is trying to teach him to ride a bike, two-wheeler. Okay, so um, you're using it for skill building. This is not a behavior management. No, but it's also, be, you know, like uh, I've had this conversation with, uh, you know, my parental figures, um, uh, my aunt in particular, and, and she said, you know, in regards to you don't put your shoes on to go to school, you're going to lose this. Well, don't say you're going to lose this. Say you're just going to go to school with your shoes off. 
And that's the incentive, not the wanting to go. Right, not wanting to go with your shoes off. So it's, I mean, it's little things like that. I you missed know. that. What, can you repeat that? Sure. The school, the school thing. You're gonna lose what? A toy, uh, a, a, an oh. object, or something. Okay. You know, I mean, not necessarily in this particular analogy, but. Okay, you know, so so let me just. So so with the shoes is what he's saying is to go with the natural consequences. If you don't wear your shoes, your feet are going to get cold. You won't have your shoes. You'll be embarrassed. You're you're, you're going to be embarrassed. You they you have to live through your choices and the consequences of your choices and then evaluate for yourself. But but the but the other thing you just threw in there that I want to clarify is also you can if you're in, if you're putting in incentives, you're also putting in removing the right. incentives. So you're 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 also adding the this isn't just you know, you can earn something, you can also have something taken away. So I would do the shoe thing a little bit differently. Um, I agree with the idea of, okay, sweetie, you don't want to wear your shoes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put them in your bag. Go ahead. And when you're ready, you can put them on without actually building up what the possible consequences are because what that engages in is a child's ability to say, I don't care. I don't care if my feet are cold. So if you just remove that, even that part of the conversation, okay, when you're ready, your shoes are here. You become more of a flat face, a lack of interaction, that the natural behavioral moving forward would look more like what you're um, interested in, wearing shoes, of course, rather than a power struggle of I know more than you know. Because well, at this we know age, this is part of the drama of, course. of incentives. Is that moment that your child looks at you and says, I don't care. Uh, and, and then you've lost all power and persuasion mm-hmm. in the equation. So I'm gonna I'm, we've got lots and lots to unravel and peel this onion back. Um, I wanna talk about start it, let me let me ask Jamie one more question. Then I'm coming to to David because you've I think you've gotten maybe the I don't care look here and there, um, or that them not buying into the persuasiveness of your um, incentives. So, but with Jamie, um, you had said you. Well, how did that work? So for the last two years, you've been experimenting with creating incentives, pr- earning. Sk- Earning something you like in order to invest yourself in the time to commit to skill building. How how did he respond? And did you find yourself? And, and where did it seem to to backfire? Uh, it's it's hit or miss. I mean, you know, it really in this instance with the the plain catch, it worked. You know, because he that was the first time though. That was the first time. Um, it may that that's the time I remember. You know, I mean, there may have been other little times of. Uh, you know, you do this. Well, you know, we're we're going to buy somebody a birthday present for something. Okay, here's a a, a car. Yeah. You know, because you behaved. I mean, you know, it's it, it's okay. It's like I said. I feel like I've fallen into this rut of mm-hmm. from time to time that that tends to happen. And so, um, with the bike thing, that's the new one. It's not working. You know, it's he, not working. Yeah. And so much of it, I think, also comes to that. I, that I want to just put out for parents and for discussion is. How do you monitor that feeling in yourself that says, hmm, is this the parent that I want to be? Is this the words I want to hear coming out of my mouth? Is this the kind of engagement that I want to have with my, with my son um, in, in terms of teaching him something? So, Marnie, you had something to say. So I'm curious about the bike incident. Is it that, why doesn't he want to learn? Because mm. he falls, he, he gets annoyed and frustrated, and so he doesn't want to do it. So... My experience with kids who are frustrated about learning to ride a bike, it comes from a couple of different places. Sometimes it's about anxiety. I'm afraid of either being embarrassed or getting hurt and really pulling away that it's okay if you fall. Um, I'll be here to catch you. Mm -hmm. 
rather than the quitting. So I try and push my boys to never quit. Try. Tell me if you like it or you don't like it, but you can't decide unless you've already tried something. So understanding why or what's going on. Okay, so explain how you avoid resistance. Like, I mean, so you've got, you can't quit. (laughs) Right. I will validate your frustration, Mm -hmm. your, your stress, your all of those complicated negative emotions that mm-hmm. come with failure and potential bigger failure mm-hmm. and shame and embarrassment. I mean, let's let's unpack right. what's going on. How do you how how do you then respond to those incremental resistant moments of them going, yeah, but I don't like being down here on the ground and, and I want to I really want to give up, Mom. So if it comes from an anxious point of view, when kids, and I just did a whole big uh, series about anxiety in children and how when we become anxious and actually physically you can see some of the, the sweating, the nervousness, the the, the crying, mm-hmm. that's because it's gone from something I can control to feeling out of control. Mm-hmm. So if we can pull that back down, come back down onto their level, I literally mean kneel, look them in the eye and say, babe. You're going to learn to ride a bike just like I did, like Grammy, like Grandpa, whoever. We all can do it. You can do it too. And we'll do it together no matter how long it takes. We'll take breaks. We'll get our, some ice or ice cream or whatever it is. But we're going to keep going because you're worth my time to make this happen for you. So here's a, a great right, example. But, but, but stop right. there for one second. I'm sorry. Just because you, the, you said one thing that jumped out at me because mm-hmm. it, it's, again, something I'm sure you said ice cream. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a mm-hmm. reward in essence. Correct. For doing it. But so is your time, your energy. It's actually all a reward. Mm-hmm. So finding the carrot, as I say in, at home and in, in other life areas, if you can find the carrot that works for that person, and it has to be something easily attainable, repeatable, and something that is not like a very, I don't think a very expensive toy is a right answer for basic things because what are we looking at next? A laptop, a this or that? Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to make it seem like it's always like a, a thing. Right. It, 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 it's ice cream. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a sticker. It's yeah. a, it's a quarter. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it's a dollar from somebody's podcast. You know, I mean, it's, it's anything as the incentive of what it could be. Right. But that's how our society is. We pay people to do things. But right? is that the right way to do it, though? It depends on what the thing is, mm-hmm. what the, where the child is, their developmental level, not just their age, but what are they able to understand? What are they able to access for themselves as inner strength and, and how the family dynamic works around these kind of issues? So here's a great example. Um, I've had a family before where the child is terrified um, of movies, terrified. So when when public school had the half day, the early release days, we made an agreement where the child would go with the mom because she was more accessible. I'm very pro-dad, so that's not the reason. She was more accessible to the movies. And this happened all through kindergarten and all through first grade because he's terrified of the movies and the sound. It was important for me to have her teach him it'll be okay and some movies are going to be all right and more fun than others and others are going to stink and we're going to talk about how terrible they are but that the fear whatever that fear was isn't going to hold him back from living and that's where riding a bike can if we don't teach somebody you mean it never be your preference you may never really like it but you can do it then the fear or the anxiety doesn't hold you 
feedback and the positive reinforcement or the incentive is the interaction, not just the popcorn, the ice cream and stuff. And here's, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to you with your questions, David, and let you get started. But I have, I do want to say this podcast challenged me to no end. And, and you know, I've been thinking about this for weeks, if not sure. months, since Jamie brought this up, because I wanted to say, no, it's all internal motivation. It's all about self-management. But what I know, and, and, and I, we even have this in the potty training book, is it's okay to create scaffolding, to create structure, to create small incentives that connect the dots, that make something tangible for children along the way. So the ice cream is, I'll do this, I'll help you. But it comes from a place of connection. And even Mm -hmm. the toy. I know you love Star Wars. So instead of just having anything you want on demand, I, though I'm, I'm still going to give you gifts and attention and all that wonderful stuff, I can, we can do both. And this is what I hope everybody's takeaway from this podcast will be. Incentives, rewards, and, and even the word bribe, because Lord knows everybody used bribes all the time. You know, parents are going to have those desperate moments and go, just get in the car and I'll give you this. Yeah. You know what? If that gets you through the moment and it's not your go-to, this is my ideal parent skill, Use it. Use whatever tricks you can get to get through the day. But what Marnie's beautiful scenario just portrayed was, I'm going to connect with you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to connect with you, with your heart, with your soul, with who you are as a person, and with your struggle. And and whether that's a skill-building struggle or a behavior cooperation, rules. I mean, rules throw kids all the time. Like, why do I have to do it that way at school? Or why do I have to do it that way at grandma's? Well, because we need you to. Because we really, really need you to, even though we disagree with some of those rules. So through that connection and then wisely... Um, proactively selecting strategies that fit each child in each age, mm-hmm. I think are one, it's a tool, but the tool doesn't define your parenting. The, the, the parenting is defined by the relationship. Mm-hmm. So agreed. Anyways, but let me, let me get David in on this. And cause I, I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want anybody to walk away with this as it's an either or, you know, uh, I have to, why are you telling me not to take a shortcut if I can? And But the reason is because the shortcuts will sabotage you in the long run, and it's not something that you can continue. Well, that's, that's my fear is that, yeah. you know, it, it just... And it will. Yeah. And you know when you're on that slippery slope, so don't throw out, out at everything. No, the kids like ice cream. Well, no, you said, you said I think yeah. you said two things very apropos, uh, among the many other things, but the, the dangling of the carrot, you know, mm-hmm. finding out what that is exactly in, in that moment, and like you're saying, just to kind of maybe push through in certain scenarios. And the other part being that that's what our society is. Is I mean, we right. don't go to jobs. We don't do our jobs because necessarily we love it as much as we love the reward I at the end. I love my job. <laughs> I love you. my job as well. But, um, no, I did. The, but the, reward, the reward at the end yes. is, is part of why we do our jobs. And, and I'm and here for that 10%. I don't know what the percentages are, but I'm here for that small temperament style that if you try to push me into competition or an external motivation, I will rebel. Every time. And that was true when I was two. It was true when I was five. And it's true now. So watch out for those kids. But knowing that is the key to parenting that child. That's the key. There will be some of us that if you try to give us that external motivation, Mm -hmm. we are going to sabotage you from here to tomorrow. David, come on, jump in on this. I I just know that um, one of the struggles we're having is that we've, at, at, at dinner time, 
we're finding that they're wanting to eat because it's going to get them dessert. And I said to I and I said to Logan the other day how you know we shouldn't necessarily be giving them candy and dessert every day, right? Because now that's become the incentive, not eating because it's the right thing to do and keeps you healthy. So that's called <clears> the premac <throat> principle. It's a behavioral principle where we do we have <clears throat> dinner before dessert. It is a behavioral tool that's used throughout the generations, and you're describing it perfectly. You need to eat dinner because you need to eat dinner despite or independent of whether or not you have a cookie later, right? And, and right. That, that will come, I'm confident it will come, as well as dessert shouldn't come if you're not going to eat healthy food. But I really believe in not making food an issue because that's a control thing that is too often used in our society in creating um, issues with body image food-based issues, boys and girls. So here's your dinner, and making sure I would encourage people to have something that the children like. I wouldn't offer a liver if you don't know that your children don't eat liver, but there's no dance to be had if it's just very easy. Okay, here, here guys, here's your dinner, and dessert is something separate, but I wouldn't engage in it. Should dessert, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and, and it says that I did dessert, and the, that special treat or whatever should be part of the meal, just as the vegetables are there with the salad, with the with the beverage and whatever. Are you saying that you it's okay to have dessert every meal while you're through this transition of, it's not the carrot, it's just part of the meal? Well, I haven't. And they like, get it no matter what. So my kids, my boys get dessert. They get dessert later on because I know that. Their belly empties every three to four hours, just like when they were infants and feeding every three to four hours. So we use dessert, in quotes, as the last meal or the last thing to get them through the night. They're very active. They're into sports. So that's how we use it. And sometimes it's just it's strawberries with a little chocolate sauce. It's not so much about what the item is. For me, it's more of a food it's the word. It's the word. The word. And I, so yeah. it's like, okay, if you get your your dessert, it's just that. It's like a breakfast. It's yep. nothing more special than that, okay, two, three hours later. Yeah, we do that with fruit all the time. It's, right. It's, it's, it's fine. It's just the word. You're it having is. something at the end of dinner. Correct. And in their mind, it's, oh, it's a treat. It's, it's something that's unique or different. Right. And we do that not right at the end of the meal. We do it a few hours later because of the purpose of the, the three to four hours. True for two-year-olds, true for teenagers. <laughs> true for adults. <laughs> true for adults. Right. I'll be eating strawberries and chocolate now at 10 o'clock. Right. Yeah, but great. now let's talk about how you transition when you have that first thought that, mm-hmm. hmm, have we gone down a path that now we want to steer back from, which I think is absolutely part of this parenting struggle is what works for a period of time stops working. Mm. How might you make that shift then? How do you how do you We're have just that talking convers- about it right now because it's frustrating actually. That, Are you and that, Logan on the same page? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's a that's a good beginning. Is well, is I that? Mean, I just listen to whatever she says. Yeah. That's how I'm on the smart same husband. Page. Yeah. <laughs> but so how do you have that conversation with children, four year olds, that you know this this is what we've been doing, but now I'm seeing I I think we should make a change or a transition. I don't always tell them. Sometimes we just make the changes. And if it's, um, where's my dessert, Daddy? It's like, oh, okay, after dinner we're going to play or read a book and this, and then and we'll see if you're still hungry for dessert later. And it, it's not about the 
the power struggle about getting the food. If they're not hungry, they're not hungry. I, I really don't want parents in this room and out of the room to make food a, a big struggle. So you would, you would, if they didn't eat their their regular whatever you have for meal, mm-hmm. they would still get their strawberries and and. Uh, and chocolate sauce a couple hours later because it's just filling the stomach. It's just about food, and I would probably mm. add a yogurt smoothie mm. to give it some protein and not make it important. Mm-hmm. So the biggest tool that we have for to incentivize children or de-incentivize is our attention. So the bigger deal we make out of something, the more important it seems. So not that I don't want mm-hmm. food to be important. It is. It is too fill you to feed you to nurture it's a whole wonderful conversation but if we make it you must eat your dinner or you're not going to have dessert then that's power and control in between the you and your child and it's missing the point of what dinner is supposed to be so i would not engage in in that and underreact to any big meltdown that comes after because then if you react then you're giving it back power Okay, so here's my takeaway from that, and then you guys can think of your next question for, for, for Dr. Schneider. What I just heard you say, and the way I'm putting it into the whole um, podcast theme is, how do you know if incentives are good or not so great, working or not working? And what I just heard you say is, if, if, it, if you feel yourself engaging or opening the door to a power struggle, mm-hmm. to, to, to manipulating your children's behavior rather than them having complete ownership over those choices and mm-hmm. participation so that the rewards, the, the I know what you like and I'll do my best to make this easier for you as your partner, mm-hmm. as your parent collaborator, um, then, then it's okay to, ha- to use these tools. But if you're using it to, to persuade in a powerful, to have more power over your child, then you're going to eventually suffer some negative consequences as a parent. I, I, I would think so, for sure. And that connects to me with the, um, the model of everybody gets a trophy all of the time. Go for so, it. Um, I don't believe in that. Just because you participate, it doesn't mean you get a, a reward and or an award. So if we're, we're connecting with kids about what's important, why they're having their behaviors, whether it's out of fear or stress or frustration, if we can understand what, what I call no before go, so I was wondering, thinking about your son on the bicycle or the lack of bicycle, um, if his natural inclination is no before doing something, then we need to break that down to understand why is that his natural inclination. That's way more important than the reward or the token. Why might it be? Besides the anxiety that you mentioned before, what would be another explanation? Or is, I mean, we're looking at the iceberg of behavior. You know, they're really looking deep. What's what? What other reasons are there for no before go? Well, depending on what the, the issue is, a bicycle could be a coordination issue. We could have a visual-spatial processing issue. We could talk it from that end, the fear end, the embarrassment and the comparing myself to peers who can do yeah, it like this. I mean, I, I can only, from, from my son's perspective, he, he's a perfectionist at six. But that's anxiety. And so, uh, and so he's been like that probably since he was with you, Karen, in that mm-hmm. he doesn't, he will wait and watch until he mm-hmm. feels like he's ready to jump in and do something. Mm-hmm. And then when he's ready, he goes in and does it. And so I think that's what it is, is he would much rather ride the bike with the training goals on because he knows he can do it. As sure. opposed to... But that's anxiety. Turn- 
that is exact that is classic anxiety and when we talk about kids having this anxiety the worry the angst whatever it might be however you want to label it if we can connect and say dude i get it it makes you nervous that you're going to fall and i fell too and that's hard but let's try the best we can let's give it three goes today and you have to high five them for the that effort and, and and I'm not saying that's the same as a trophy, but certainly engaging with understanding what that perfectionistic piece is, so he knows he doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It's, it, it, and even with the, the the way we started this about playing catch, it wasn't about the actual. It's just the effort right. of doing it. You know, just right. just go out and try. And that's the same thing with the with the bicycle. Let's just go out and try. It's not about you having to ride your bike. If you don't can't ride your bike after ten times, we'll do it eleven. We'll do it fifteen. We'll do it twenty. Mm-hmm. I'll be here with you to hold your hand the whole mm-hmm. way through it. It's just show me the effort, the don't quit, like you were saying, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's not necessarily the, the, the trophy at the end. It's just the act of it. And so if we do it 100 times, he can't ride his bike, he may never ride a bike. Right. I mean, that's just something that, you know, I, I may never be able to help him overcome that. But at least don't quit in trying to do it. And the high five, the ice cream, you know, and, and this is where, where does it stop of, uh, okay, do it 20 times and and. We'll, we'll go see a movie. Do it 50 times, we'll go, you know. But th- why frame it that way? I'm not trying versus, to. Versus, I will celebrate your successes with you. Yeah. I will celebrate your efforts. Well, I'll give you an example. So he just and, and he just finished his uh, T-ball season. Hmm. He won the championship. He did awesome, he, he, yeah. He did awesome. He's on the all-star team. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good athlete. The, the, Great. It's not about him, you know, not being physically able to do it. But after he wins the... The, the championship and we haven't had these discussions about rewards for this or that in, 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 a, in a long time it was he's got the they gave him rings for the championship he got a trophy because his team was in first place and he's got the all-star team so three very big rewards mm-hmm. in essence of what he does he says can I get a toy for how I played and I looked at him and I said no you got your this is your reward you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. because you should Look at that ring because it's great. You earned it. Look at the trophy because you earned it. And now you have this big bonus that's coming up of you're going to be playing with the best of the best kids. Did he accept it? Yeah. No, my kids were not accepted. See, that was that. And, and that made me feel good. He was like, oh, okay. Like, he understood. You know, it, but it he was, thought his measure was the toy. He, he thought he, he might have he thought, thought there was, was an additional. He, well, yeah. I, you know, I mean, it's, he's he's six. He's pushing limits, obviously. Yeah, you know, course. so he's like, okay, that's you know, his job. Yeah, can he's can I get more? You know, g- yeah. give me more. So, so yeah, here's your more. Yeah. High five. Yeah, but that's that's as far as it should yeah. go on that end. When you said your kids won't accept that. Yeah, I feel like as soon, first of all, one of my sons, as soon as there's resistance on anything, he's pulling back, anything, and it's actually very frustrating to watch that, um, and I probably created that. Uh, is what I, I sit and believe. But, um, but yeah, and then I, I feel like the, um, that as well, any time, this morning, I got a, I got a, uh, I'm mean because I said no twice. Right? Are you mean for saying no twice? No. Agreed. Yeah, and that's why I went out. I didn't say, I, I actually heard him say that, and then I went back out. I just said no. I, I, that doesn't make me mean. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, but now he's off feeling I am anyway. He so, probably you know, has just, moved off of it. We did. hold on to it way <laughs> longer than they do. Yeah. And that's just, that's the nature of parenting. We think about our kids all of the time, and they're kind of in that, oh, squirrel. And they moved on. So uh, don't, don't be so hard on, on yourself when it comes to that, in my opinion. Um, when we talk about incentives, though, from a, a slightly different angle, 
I remember using it on my own kids is Publix, Publix or the supermarket where there's that cookie. And you can either get the cookie, the free cookie from the bakery counter at the beginning, the middle or the end, however you choose to do it. And I chose to have it at the end. And I did it in a purposeful manner that we're gonna run in for three items. And if you have good good listening ears and an inside voice, I, I defined the behavior I was looking for then maybe we'll stop off and get a cookie on the end. The funniest thing is my boys were like, mom said maybe, which is like ridiculous because maybe should not be an exciting right. word, exactly. but, but it left the opportunity for yes. So of course they did the, what I wanted them to do most of the time, and then they earned their, their cookie. And the time that they gave pushback and weren't listening or running through the aisles in a way that it wasn't <clears throat> acceptable, okay, can we have a cookie? And the answer is no. What, what if you didn't say maybe? What if you just said, um, and you'll get the cookie? Do you think that their behavior would have been different? Well, that's just rephrasing maybe, I mean, in, in essence. That, that there, there wasn't any potential of no, is what I'm getting at. But no, she... It she, was the chance. They had that, to earn that they, cookie. I'm saying, if, I'm saying if you didn't say maybe, if you said you will get it... No matter what? I don't yeah. know. I think they'd been running. They, they, they were, <laughs> and, and, and they did. And then the answer is no. And then yeah, the child we, we, throws themselves on the ground, and we say, I'll get milk later. Yeah. This is not okay, right. and we're leaving. Yeah, we've done that quite a few times. You know. But it's a wonderful yeah. lesson yeah. in the idea that I'm happy to ha- I need to do this, which is the supermarket. You have to come with me because there's no other option. And we're going to cut a deal of how we're going to get through this experience together. And if you're not going to keep up your end of the bargain, believe me, I will not. Okay, let's talk but about that, cutting that's, that's, the deal and that's, the negotiation. That's your point, though, about getting through the situation. You Correct. Know? Yeah, I, I think that I do think that there's that for for small t- for short term strategizing mm-hmm. and for clarity in terms of this is the behavior that I want and I need your cooperation collaboration. I'll hold my end, mm-hmm. but but then the big question becomes. At what point you said we're going to cut a deal, and I do. I mean, I think dads. I mean, I think dads are love negotiations. I think dads love teaching their children of of all genders to be out there in the world um, as negotiators and and debaters. So, so it's that idea of, but tell me, and and I and I. How do you know when you cut a deal, when you don't cut a deal, and when negotiations shut down? What works I think that's all, it's happening all the time. I mean, it happened with my my three year old this morning, where he uh, normally I take both my kids to school. Uh, today, just by coincidence, my wife was coming here for Shabbat, so she was going to bring the three year old. Uh, she's on maternity leave still, so um, so he took out Legos to play with, and he said uh, he was wanting to to play with the Legos. And at first, I was going to take him to come here, and he said he said no, I want to stay and play. And I said to him, you can't. We have to go. But I want to take, I want to play with the Legos. So my wife says, just leave them out and you'll play with them later. There's the incentive. So mm-hmm. you're gonna leave, but you still have the opportunity to play with them later. I think it's happening all the time. Yeah, because you want it. them to yep. have voice and choice. You want them to be fully participating in the the dynamic of how your how your family will operate. However, there comes that slippery slope when they are holding you hostage, and and they're not, and and you feel like. You know the inmates are running the the asylum, so <laughs> that's when you have to like pull back and go, whoa! I need to step in, step in, and step up again. So, question. Mm. <laughs> no. 
I'm just blank right now. I'm good. Yeah. So the question would become, let's say he did not say, okay, mommy, I'll play with them later. Right. Because then that, because. Oh, that, I mean, there wasn't negotiating. It wasn't, it wasn't just, okay, I'll play with them later and he leaves. I mean, it's, right. no, I want to, I want to stay and play, you know, and it was trying to make him understand that they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You have to. It's part of your job. Your job is to yeah. go to school. That's Correct. your responsibility. And so my responsibility is to get you to school. And so if it's either, and I guess this is the give and take. It's either you can leave the Legos here and come back and they'll be exactly where you left them, mm-hmm. or you can watch me pick them up and put them away. He understands now, okay, I'd rather play with them later, you know, and that's the understanding, I guess, as we continue to get older. So, so but here's the, the beautiful thing that you just said, and I'm assuming that if he gave resistance and you cleaned up the Legos, the next sentence would be, and unfortunately you couldn't play with them today when you got home, that you would be believable that you would actually follow through. Oh, 100%. So that's the biggest problem I notice with parents is they make these comments. <gasps> I mean, I'm gasping. I'm like, really? We're not going to give them the Legos? Oh, you're right. You're absolutely if, right. If you if you say something, you need to do it <laughs> and make it reasonable. So, you know, the people I talk to all know, my boys, again, a few years ago, get out of the pool. Guys, it's time I've given your warnings. No. If you don't get out of the pool, I will come in and get you. And I saw, I know, I could see it happening. So they look at me, I know which one did this, and I said, I'm, I'm serious, I'll count to three, and if not, I'm coming in. One, and then I give the directive, get out of the pool. Two, get out of the pool. Three, get out of the pool. And then my sneakers and watch came off, and I marched myself down in the stairs clothes. in my clothes, and I got him out of the pool. Not, never again has he done that, right? So now he's almost 12, and he's my height, and I can't physically do that. But because I'm believable and I follow through with what I say, there's a less chance of that pushback because we've made the rules clear. I will respect you. You will respect me. And if not, there will be a consequence that I will follow through on. Mean what you say. Say what you mean. I and never give a directive that you can't somehow follow Agreed. through on, whether that's Agreed. physically or uh-huh. emotionally. Like, and if and if you're that person, like I would have been in that situation, where like. I, there's no way I'm not giving him the, the Legos when he comes home. It's a rainy day, and it's going to be stressful, and I need those Legos. Don't punish yourself. Don't set the condition on something that you can't even Correct. emotionally enforce, which was me in that situation. However, I will always stand by my word in other ways. So you just have to think 10 steps ahead of your child so that you know Correct. what mood you're going to be in at 4 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> when you come back and have to face that situation. We can't play with Legos, honey, but we can do this. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, Legos are for tomorrow. Yeah. And if the cry happens, the cry happens. And we could probably do a whole podcast just on resistant children's behavior. So, I mean, if you have any other questions about situations for resistance, let's throw those out. Um, The other other point I just want to throw out here is when Jamie was talking earlier about... um, perfectionism and skill building and 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 that child that wants to 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 get to, to the end but you know that effort that that's required that he's battling in himself is so big it's it's that that has become like the new mantra of all learning and teaching is don't focus on the end product focus on the mind and the brain as a muscle and that and that we have to encourage effort all along the way. So it's really that process that becomes so essential. Um, so, so that when you think about what you're rewarding, 
if you want to even use that word, you're not looking at the end product, the bike riding. It doesn't matter. But that engagement with each child in their own strengths, abilities, and emotions becomes really vital. Practice makes... That's the question, right? Practice makes, and we're all supposed to say... But there are children... It's not perfect. It's practice makes progress. Thank you. Because I was going to say, I can't say it. I can't say perfect. I'm not going to say it. No, no. I was being... I thought you were setting me up. I was, but that because that's the answer we grew up with. Practice makes progress. Thank you. But it's not perfect. It's progress. And if we can talk to the kids about that, whether we use a sports figure... They didn't just go out there and learn to shoot hoops like that. They worked at it. But also that inner awareness, and this is where it all ties together, the inner awareness of who am I and how do I learn and what motivates me. Mm -hmm. As you said, that child that is, I mean, and I saw it with potty training. I see it with, with every little skill that we do in family time is some kids aren't going to take off that diaper until they know they've got it. They've potty trained themselves in their head mm-hmm. before they're actually going to do it physically. And they're like, and these might be children that are going to wait till three and a half, but it's like, don't take my diaper away till I know I'm going to be successful. So ev- the effort shows up in a million different ways mm-hmm. as well. And yes, even with potty training, there is that moment where you go, look, 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 guy, look, dude, you're ready. I got to take the diaper. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're going to be surprised how successful you're going to be. Mm-hmm. But again, we're that partner with them. Agreed. Any other questions on resistance? <laughs> A million, but... (laughs) Okay, I'd love to have you back. So let's do our wrap-up. It's the same every time. I cannot thank you enough for sharing um, this with me because this one really pushed me to think in deeper, deeper ways. So how have you got this? How have you got this for right here, for right now? Um, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm not. I'm I'm happy that I'm here, and I'm hoping that everybody can look at the uh, how we incentivize ourselves to do things, not just our children. We do it too. If we, I have a hard day at work, I'm going to watch this show. Where some people use alcohol or whatever, but we all do it, and and it's not necessarily bad if we're using it in the right way, and understanding the motivation for each person behind the incentive you're giving. Well, give me a right way. Give me a couple of right way examples of how you know how adults incentivize themselves. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, no, it, it's hard. It, giving yourself time to do what you find pleasurable is, at the end of the day, is your incentive if it's something hard. I don't really want to do dishes. I hate it. So I absolutely avoid. And then once it's done, I'm like, okay, good, it's done. So that just that feeling of accomplishment at times isn't an incentive enough. Um other times we need a little bit more of a carrot. That's behavior. Animals work the same way. So kids are, are just little people who are trying to figure it out too. So if we can do it together, you'll have a much better go at it. I love it. I'm so glad you're here. Tell everybody your website and how to reach you. Oh, drmschneider.com. It's drmschneider.com. Okay. And Thank you. Uh, we, we, you have been part of our partnership here at B'nai Torah for the 15 years I'm here, and I'm really glad that we reconnected to do this today. Thanks, Thank Marnie. You. Thank you. David, how have you got this? So, yeah, this was terrific. I definitely uh, learned some things. Thank you both, uh, Asma, um, that I'm going to go home right now <laughs> and uh, talk to my wife about implementing. So thank you. Uh, 
Great, and definitely I'd like to hear more about the uh, resistance. Okay, so what's one of the things that, that you've got from today? The whole idea of the dessert is the main thing that's standing out, you know, that not to make it such a, a big deal, and, uh, and also that it doesn't have to be so candy-ish, you know, uh, as the incentive, and just to make the point of, of uh, have it flow, um, and not be so, uh, so much of a reward, just as part of the, the routine. We're glad you made it. Thanks. Okay, Jamie, have you got this? I think just knowing that, like what you said, um, Dr. Schneider, that it's, uh, you know, it's okay, you know, to use incentives. And, and I think that's the, you know, figuring out what those are. And mm. like you said, working with a child is the most important thing, but that it's not necessarily a negative or at least that I was feeling like it was a negative thing, like I'm being a bad parent because I have to use something, mm. that it's okay to use uh, a carrot in some regards to do and just finding out what that right balance is with my children. And, uh, you know, at least with the, the three-month-old, that it's okay to have milk. <laughs> you're, you're, you're allowed. <laughs> you're allowed. Uh, but in, 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 in the case of the two older ones, um, that it's, uh, it's okay in, in the right situation. And knowing the age and stage of the child and that the payout is something you can repeat. I yes. Mean, it's just impossible if we make them so large that you can't. So stop them. giving them Teslas is what you're saying. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.